I'm Natasha Levenger. And I'm Tess Whitehurst. Welcome to Magic Monday, a podcast about all the ways we experience and use the magic of the universe in our everyday lives. Oh, and a cat just meowed in the background. And cats cats are magical. So that was that was um, appropriate. <laughs> anyway, this is exciting. This is our second podcast. I know. I had so much fun with the first one. Me it's so too. exciting that we're doing this. Me too. I'm so excited. Um, so should we, um, let's check in about last week we picked some cards um, to see what, like the, hopefully for everybody to relate to, but also we picked one for each other. Mm-hmm. So, how was your week? Did you so, want to talk? you picked for me from the Akashic Tarot, you picked a card that was called On Track. Mm, right. And then we talked about how I um, am kind of like constantly working and constantly feeling like I need to work more. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> and you, you were really, like yeah. giving me some validation that relaxing is a good idea. And I was so, also uh, giving you validation that you're amazing. Oh, thank you. you. work, I mean, wow. We all are inspired by your work, but also just like it's very, I mean, I should say, okay, I was going to say we should all be inspired by your work ethic because there's so much output, but also if it's draining you in any way, that's something to listen to, which is what we brought up I didn't yeah I mean it's kind of like I was talking to Ted about it because it's like Mm. it's so much fun for me that it's like that is really the most fun of all the things I could do is write or create something for my career Uh (laughs) and and he's the same it's like when I go out of town I'm like what did you do today and he just makes music like the whole time I'm gone so Ted is your partner just yes yes Ted is my partner Mm -hmm. and so we work hard to find ways to distract ourselves from working to do something other than working (laughs) and and, um on on saturday we went to rocky mountain national park and sat outside just for a while and it was really great and there was a kind of a decompression time where Mm. i had to like relax and um (laughs) (laughs) harmonize with the earth Mm -hmm. (laughs) i felt um extra vulnerable but I was remembering the whole week I was remembering what you said and even kind of like reminding myself like this is really great like look at all of the things I've created and look at how fun this is instead of kind of um I don't know I had it it helped me to not question it as much and to kind of um, just enjoy it and celebrate it boy this really goes into my um energy report segment but we won't go there yet but i'll just a little um a little what's it called foreshadowing i'll bring that back because that you'll see oh okay yeah um but i was going to ask you were you working when you were out there hiking because um did you talk to any flowers there's no flowers. Yet, There's no flowers. Oh, okay. <laughs> there was still snow, some snow. <laughs> what if you little... were? What if Ted caught you talking to flowers and he's well... like, I said you wouldn't work. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's what I mean. It's like a kind of an iffy, like, what is work when right. your work is your passion? <laughs> yeah, it's true. Well, listen, if it makes you happy, then that's not draining. I think yeah. the thing that I saw was some exhaustion. 
element, but maybe that was the invalidation, like you not validating how much you do and like that, I think okay. I think you kind of helped me to fall into a deeper rhythm with it, like oh, a more comfortable nice. rhythm. Oh, that's to great. celebrate it. Yeah, that's good. I'm, so, do you two not spend a lot of time like hanging out, like? You know. Yeah, we hang out, but I mean, <laughs> we work most of the time. <laughs> and then, that's and then, like last night, we watched the Brene Brown um, uh, on Netflix. Have you seen it yet? No, but I really want to. Yeah, it's really great. Uh, you know, that Brene Brown, it's about, well, I know she writes a lot about um, vulnerability. Mm-hmm. And I was actually feeling that way about our podcast, actually. Mm-hmm. Like I putting know, it you out there. that in your mm-hmm. newsletter. Mm-hmm. So someone actually told me to watch that because of that. Oh, yeah. Well, mm-hmm. you said vulnerability hangover, which is a Brene Brown term. Tur- oh, right, right. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Because it's like, oh, it's out there in the world. Although you It's do. a good sign. Like when I read oh. about Brene Brown and the vulnerability hangover, I was like, oh, that's what that is. And then I, now I feel oh. – when I feel vulnerable, I'm like, oh, that's good. That means oh. I did something – that I really care about. Mm-hmm. That's true. And also pushed your um, – out of your comfort zone. It means you're exactly. growing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's funny because as we're talking, I'm looking at three very sleeping cats, and they are not pushing themselves past their comfort zone at all. <laughs> but it's great. They're living a life, too, that's great. Yeah. I guess it's all of it. I do – and this is going off on a bit of a tangent, but I'm just feeling the need to say this is like – I get confused sometimes about like, well, I think what you're talking about is you feel joy from your work and you feel inspired. And so you, you know, you're following your heart's bliss and there's no confusion with that. But sometimes as far as growth goes, like I feel there's also that philosophy about just like letting life, like you're, you're not even the one doing it. Do you, have you ever heard that before? Like, you're not the one. It's like source is moving through you. You're just here as a vehicle for divine, you to know. Be a channel. Right. I guess mm-hmm. that basically. And so that you're not really doing anything. It's all an illusion. Like, we are just the ones watching everything unfold. Or holding this space. I mean, I do think of it as co-creation. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You know? Like mm-hmm. that we, that like how Julia Cameron says, um, that it's a good prayer for a creative person to say something like, uh, to, to the divine, I'll take care of the quantity. If you take care of the quality, mm, that's like you show up and you do the work and you hold the space and mm-hmm. then whatever flows through. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And, but also like as far as personal growth, not as far as creating maybe, but as far as like, you know, when you're like going through something hard or something, or you're working on yourself. Instead of, like, being the one working, like, just, um, you're the one who's watching the feelings. You're not your feelings. Oh, you do yeah, know yeah. I mean? hmm Anyway, I don't remember how I got off on that, but let, <laughs> we can, we can move on. Well, it seems like what you're saying about the vulnerability hangover might mm. connect to your card, which oh, was the right. assert card. That was a the, really good segue. The, thank you. I'm getting, <laughs> I'm getting the hang of it already. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. The um, Snapdragon. When, yes. Card. You picked the Snapdragon for me, which we said was about, um, which you said was about um, really B 
being here and owning my space, and then I have a right to be here as much as anybody else, which is something that's hard for me sometimes. It's interesting. The more I do my work, the less I feel that way because I think, I mean, I see, this sounds like egotistical. No, it doesn't. I'll just say it. I, I see the change, like how much yeah. I'm helping people mm-hmm. and um, what a difference it makes for them, what difference the doing the work with me makes for them. And so it does, it really affirms that, you know, how much I have a right to be here. Yeah. However, I don't, I don't need that. Like I do have a right to be here, even if I was just mm-hmm. like the cats and sleeping on the bed all day. Mm-hmm. We all do. We're all worthy just because we are. Mm-hmm. So when you think about the assert, the um, being having a right to be here, uh huh. When I think your about truth. yes, having a right to be here. Um, oh, <laughs> what do I think about that? Um, well, just that I feel like I'm doing. Uh, that's my work. Um, is to continue healing that part of me that doesn't feel that way. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, it was really affirming for you when you picked that card for me. So hopefully I would love to hear if anyone else related to that this week. And you can write to us at the magic, no, at magicmondaypodcast at gmail.com. And, yes, you, and we would like for you to. Yes, we would love for you to. Oh, you can also ask any questions for either of us. Yes. Um, well, gosh, I mean, who are our sponsors this week, Tess? We have a really wonderful sponsor. Oh, great. Uh, so this this episode of Magic Monday is brought to you by Natasha Levenger oh of gosh. Highest Light Healing, wow. who happens to also be with us today. She's wow. my co-host. Oh, oh, great. She sounds <laughs> Natasha, amazing. <laughs> Natasha is an energy reader and healer that helps people find clarity, peace, and healing through problems and concerns they are working through. Her practice has been called therapy on steroids as she addresses the issue first and then on an energy level heals whatever is ready to go. She does this by clearing out pictures in the chakras, updating energetic contracts, de-energizing past lives, and much more depending on the needs of the person. She is also able to speak to loved ones who have passed, both of the human and animal variety. And she communicates to animals currently in body who may be having issues their humans can't seem to solve. She is a kind, non-judgmental listener and seer who loves to help. Full disclaimer, this is not intended as a substitute for actual therapy, so if you need dire help, please seek it. Mm-hmm. So, Natasha, I was remembering, mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember this, but your um, intuitive abilities, I was thinking about them, and I was thinking about when I first met you, when I did, when I feng shui your house mm-hmm. in Los Angeles. Yes, that's when we met, yep. Yes, and um, I, you had my book, Magical Housekeeping, and you mm-hmm. asked me why you could feel energy coming from it. Because do you remember this? You said, I've never felt this from a book before, but I feel actual energy coming from this book. And I said, yeah, like for months and months, I sent Reiki or I don't, I wouldn't call it Reiki, but you mentioned it as Reiki, but I sent light. I think you did um, to the books while they were being printed. And while they were, (laughs) while I was being edited, I was just so excited for my first book that, and I told you, yeah, I sent energy to all the actual physical books and you felt it oh wow did you do you always do that 
Uh, not not as much. I mean, yeah, but not as much as I did <laughs> You're that like, time. you know what? I, they don't need it. <laughs> it's in the book. <laughs> There's so many now, but just it was like it the first one. It was just like, you yeah, know, of course. So, That's funny that I deal. said that because um, uh, I do. Um, well, there's these other books that I read. Do you know Sinea Roman? She mm, she channels Orin, this guy. I've it, seen her name, but I don't think I've read her books. Oh, my gosh. Those were my first books. I got them when I was 18. Well, her first book came out, I think, when I was 18. Um, it's called Living with Joy. And that book, like, changed my life. It was the first, um, um, like spiritual book I guess that I've read mm-hmm. um and it really changed my life anyway she I also felt the energy in that book and I think she said that they like transmit energy in their books mm. it's a really good thing to do I mean because yeah, like I you know. open it and you more. feel elevated like just opening the book mm-hmm. well your books are amazing and that talk Thank about you. intuitive I remember I mean my husband, Brett, was crying at some point because you, I mean, he's a cancer, so he does cry easily, <laughs> but um, he expresses his emotion um, very easily, especially those tears come, but um, I sh- he's probably going to listen to this and be like, I express all of them equally, not just the tears, <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, you tapped into, do you still feng shui? Uh, I know. I don't. Not really. No. No. I mean, I like I do feng shui in my house, and I give oh, my right. and family advice, but I don't. Um, yeah, do it professionally. Professionally. Well, yeah. but you had tapped into something there where it was like I forget what it was. Something about that he's not giving himself space because like he wasn't in oh, the place, and yeah. like, and that really got him that oh, he yeah. realized it. Um, well, let's go to our next sponsor, which we're so lucky to have, the Good Vibe Tribe Online School of Magical Arts. And let me tell you, Tess is the one who runs it. Spoiler alert. (laughs) (laughs) I do think you should call yourself the headmistress of Hogwarts, but... Oh, you're just the headmistress of the Good Vibe Tribe. I mean, I honestly think of myself more as the princess of friendship. Oh, okay. <laughs> really? Is it because of My Little Pony? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I identify so strongly with Twilight Sparkle. I mean, oh, it's wow. so strongly. It's crazy. That's amazing. Really? <laughs> it's funny because um, maybe I shouldn't be saying this, but I'll say it anyway because, you know, I used to write for that show. I used to, in yes. my former life, I was a writer. I mean, I'm still a writer, just not for television and film. But um, your friend, I mean, it wasn't exactly like the friendliest vibe <laughs> on that show. Like oh, how friendship is magic. Like that's the thing. But there wasn't like a lot of like action in my experience. Maybe oh. other people experienced other things. And I think they did. But, yeah, that was just my experience. But, oh, anyway, you're much more a pure friendship feeling. You're the I mean, real wonder, Twilight Sparkle. Thank you. I am. Mm-hmm. It's weird. Yeah. But um, I don't know why, but I haven't been as interested. I think I might have internalized whatever I needed to learn from mm-hmm. it. And now, it's not that I don't like it, but it, I used to just be like, today's the day. I need my little <laughs> pony episode. <laughs> That's so funny. I was oh, my so gosh. <laughs> I should send you some. I, I have books I've written. Well, it sounds like you don't need them anymore. I have extras. I'll send you a 
I used to, yeah, I used to read all of them, but I want to read the one you wrote. I want to totally want to. It's co-wrote, but yeah, I'll send you I'd love to. Okay. I'm sorry. We're talking about me, and this is our sponsor, the Good Vibe (laughs) Tribe Online School of Magical Arts, which includes 13 self-paced online magic workshops that are amazing with video lessons and PDF worksheets taught by author and spiritual teacher Tess Whitehurst a.k.a. Twilight Sparkle. (laughs) Live web chats with rituals and meditations every Tuesday night. You can watch or listen on replay if you can't join live. Original affirmations every Sunday that are attuned to the energy and astrological aspects of the week. How do you do that? Do you just, like, find out the astrology and then... I, yeah, I look at my astrological calendar and okay. I relax and I tune in and, but uh-huh. maybe I just know, like uh-huh. maybe I just uh-huh. wake up and I'm like, this week, this is what we're doing. Oh, that's cool. A supportive and inspiring private Facebook group. <clears throat> Excuse me. Life is magical. Live your magic. The Good Vibe Tribe Online School of Magical Arts. And am I wrong that you can join free for the month? You are not wrong. Okay. You can definitely do that. You can try it a month for free. And then and see how you like it. And believe me, if you're listening to this, you're going to love it. It's well worth Thanks. it. Um, all right. Well, now it's time for the energy report. Woohoo! <laughs> has, <laughs> has Ted written my theme song? <laughs> Not yet. Not yet, but he will. Okay, great. <laughs> um, okay. So this week, this is how it really – actually, there was two different themes that came up this week. And I was like, which one should I do? They're both pretty powerful. But I knew which one to choose after you told me what was going on for you. So this week in a few people, I saw a scale. And the scale was heavily weighed down on the side of all the things the people were doing wrong. Or the person, Mm -hmm. each person. So they were... Or, like, all the invalidation, all the ways in which they were not succeeding um, or not adding up. And the all the ways in which they, you know, all the actual, like, true successes they had in life were, like, weighing like a feather on the scale. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So, um, in your case, I was just relaying it to, not that you're hard on yourself like that, but that it was, like... Not doing all the things you did were kind of like the feather. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, it was like you weren't giving – the scale wasn't balanced in terms of, like, the output and actually giving yourself credit for that output. Yeah, like I wasn't noticing it. Yeah, I was just doing it. Yes. Yes. Totally. And these people weren't just not noticing it, though. They were discounting it. Mm. And I had to – actually, I should bring myself into this – I had an experience, too, where I was, like, um, I had three, well, okay, I'm just going to say it in relation to my work. Like, there was multiple times, like, three or four times where I was seeing things that, like, were so um, accurate in terms of, like, this, the person would be like, I literally just bought this thing today, you know, that kind of mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. And, um, or this is exactly the, like I pictured them in something and they were like, I am I spent my childhood in that thing. I don't want to get too specific, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so like real like things I was saying now, normally I'm not like giving myself credit for these things because they happen all the time, but 
I didn't see something in one person, and then I, I was beating myself up about it. Like, oh, my gosh. Oh. I was putting so much weight on the one thing that I wasn't seeing. Um, but when in actuality, not uh, it's like that person wasn't ready to see that yet. And yeah. I think that's what was – I mean, once I – cleared it all out and cleared out my invalidation and all of that I was able to see first of all I'm just like a channel here basically and I'm right. seeing I'm a facilitator right mm -hmm. so I'm seeing what I'm supposed to and he and people are healing whatever they're ready to which I am very much in touch with however in that the scale came up again I was just mm -hmm. like the invalidation was like when that's what got most of the weight and all the things that I was like seeing that were positive got no weight. Oh, Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah. So, and I was beating myself up. So this is the thing, the lesson this week, I believe, is to, um, I feel like it's coming across like success and failure. Well, that's, I guess it is. Like, that's how people were looking at it, like success and failure instead of just like, I love myself and I'm recognizing all the ways in which I'm contributing to the world and that it's positive and I'm, you know, and loving myself when I'm not, when I do have something that didn't turn out the way I wanted it, you know? Yeah. Um, so that's, yeah, I think the lesson maybe ultimately is to give ourselves a lot of love and not pay so much attention. It's like when a comic, um, does a stand up set and they, did I say this last week? I'm having deja vu. No, you didn't okay. talk about a comic. Last okay. Week. <laughs> um, so like when a stand up does a, con a, a set and they just focus on the one person not laughing. Mm, yeah. It's like that concept, you know, to just like. It's okay. That person doesn't have to, I don't have to, you know, um, it's really just focusing on what your, on what your success is, I guess. But do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And you know, that goes along so strongly with what I was tuning into yesterday because mm. we did the Good Vibe Tribe web chat and the topic was uh, connecting with the earth, but it was like, that was also connected when I sat down to plan what I was going to talk about. It was so connected to the concept of envy mm. and how we like when we when we envy, we are giving energy to an illusion mm. that that we need to be doing something other than what we're doing or mm. that our life isn't beautiful. Right. And it's like we're not paying attention, like you're saying, to yes. All of the beauty and magic, you know, we might think that because our house isn't a certain size or we're not making as much money as someone mm -hmm. else, you know, and it's like when we really look, well, what are all the blessings and do mm -hmm. I love my life? Do mm -hmm. I love where I live? Mm -hmm. And, and also even to say, if we, if we find that we feel envious of a certain person over and over, we also might find some clues there. Like, well, oh, what yeah, is it that sure. I'm not expressing mm -hmm. in my life? Maybe there's something I can do that will help. Like I mm -hmm. always talk about how I, one day I did a exercise of like looking at who am I jealous of? And I was like, wow, I'm really not jealous of that many people, but I am kind of jealous of this person, this person, and this person. Mm. And then I was like, oh, those people are all video bloggers. <laughs> I oh, guess I want to wow. start a video blog. That's so interesting. <laughs> so, yeah, so you can, it can be useful. And Definitely. then, and then now I'm not jealous of them anymore. So to right. kind of like, 
and to not give energy to the envy too. Like someone else has this thing, Mm -hmm. so now I can't have it or they don't deserve it, but I do. You know, those kinds of stories that we tell instead of like there's plenty for everyone and we can feel happy for other people's Mm -hmm. blessings and other people's um, strengths. Well, the other part of that is that if if you are taking in the things that you're doing, like, um, you know, if you really are giving yourself credit, you're, it's probably going to take some of that envy away if you are envying someone who is um, successful. Like, say it's in your career. If, you give, if you're discounting everything you're doing, then you're going to be like, well, I have nothing and that person has all of it. You know, mm-hmm. but yeah. if, but if you're giving yourself credit and I'm like, wow, I did this and I accomplished this and I, co-, then you will, you probably won't look to the person unless they're really doing something that you're not doing that is unexpressed in yourself. Right. But part of it might feel unexpressed because you're not giving yourself enough credit. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and the stories that we tell, like, and then you can just kind of like often rise above the story. Like I had the other day, I saw someone's Instagram, they had like, 50,000 followers mm-hmm. and they're like a witchy Instagram and I was uh-huh. like well why do they have 50,000 followers and then I was like well why do I care like I like my Instagram do, am I, is my life going to be better if I have 50,000 followers like I don't mm-hmm. you know it's just a story that I was deciding for a second was true and then I was yes. like that's not even true right. I don't even really care <laughs> yes it's all stories there's yeah it's really about I feel like we did talk about this last week a little stories. bit yeah such a big deal yes I mean, it's really the human condition. And again, it's like letting what I talked about earlier about like, we are just the awareness watching these stories. Actually, mm-hmm. we are not our stories. We're not our feelings. Yeah. You know. And when we know it's a story that Brene Brown yeah. actually says that in the Netflix um, oh, special, that cool. it was like a, a common trait in the people who are really resilient to vulnerability. So they're really courageous. Uh-huh. A, a common trait across the board was that they say some variation of, well, this is a story I'm telling myself. Oh, like wow. they know it's a story. So yes. if you can, it's like you can tell the story, but then when you know it's a story, it loses its power. Yes, exactly. Because ultimately, yeah, we're just not. And you said this also last week, like the only truth really is love. You know, yeah. that's really what we are ultimately. This awareness. When oneness. Yeah, oneness and love. The oneness is love. <laughs> yep. yep. Um, I will say Instagram, I feel like I want to look at it energetically sometime. Because, and maybe it's all social media platforms, there is an energy, excuse me, there's an energy on that, that promotes um, competition and Mm -hmm. jealousy. And I think it does, it doesn't have to be like that. Like you definitely can curate your account to, you know, so you, but I think there is something in it. So I, that's an interesting for me, energy exercise. I want to look at sometime, like look at the energy of it. Yeah, I mean, the whole setup of like, click like, and then like, we're, we're these That's beings true. who want other people to approve of us. Yes. Like, oh, how much approval, measurable approval do I have? <laughs> right. <laughs> Tess, you are following, I don't know how many followers you have, but whatever, 50,000 minus whatever you have, that's how unlikable you are quantitatively. <laughs> I mean, my goodness, I'm basically 50,000 down. Uh, it's entirely. just not, it's not true. No, none of it. None of it. It's, it's all, all an illusion. illusion. <laughs> <laughs> we should have that, um, that if, uh, if only our wonderful producer could sample that. Yeah. It's all an illusion. 
And then our, our, we can have a song of it too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, all right. <laughs> well, soundtrack. that was the energy report. Wonderful. Thank you. So now <laughs> it's time for practical magic. Yay. Yay. So this week is Beltane. Oh, so this oh, is Beltane. May Day. Oh, yeah. It is this. Wait, it's this week? Oh, yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. So May 1st is mm-hmm. Beltane. Mm-hmm. And on the wheel of the year, this is the time. It's actually halfway across the wheel from exactly six months away from Samhain, Halloween. Uh-huh. So, and they're, you, they're really interesting. Oh, how do you say that word? I never know how to say it. Samhain. Samhain. Wow. Because yeah. it's written. Samhain. Yeah. But it's Samhain. Yeah. Wow. Yep. Now that That's I did not know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so um, so at Samhain, we talk about how the veil between the worlds is thinning. Mm-hmm. So this is a time when you can tune into the other world, the people who have um, transitioned to mm-hmm. the other side. Mm-hmm. And Beltane is actually the same. The veil thins, only we think of it as the realm between humans and fairies, oh. which it's the way that. you think about it. It's not really different. It's not really different no. than the, the veil between the realm of the living and the dead. It's the it's the etheric, the subtle realm. But it because it's light and bright out in springtime, it's um, there's like a brighter, more fairy like quality that we think about when this veil thins. I love that. You know, it's interesting because I was just reading, you know, Humans of New York that, um, yes. um, did you read that one where that, no. oh, there's one, um, where this woman had been talking about, she had a very tough childhood and in her childhood, she had no one and she would sit there and play with the fairies oh. and because they came, they were the, they showed up for her and, um, and then one day this other little girl came up to her and was like who what are you playing um what game are you playing and she got really sad because she realized that no one else could see these fairies but her and it made her feel alone but I actually thought that's amazing I never saw any fairies (laughs) I did hear I did hear voices from like the universe but I didn't get any fairies but anyway that really made um me happy and just yeah, to know. Like, my daughter great. is always trying to set up fairy. She has a fairy altar, and oh. she's always trying to see fairies. Oh, I didn't know that about your yeah. daughter. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So, go on. Sorry. So, so um, what we talk about at Selwyn is gazing bravely into the dark. It's like getting comfortable with looking into mm. the, the whole idea of death. And But what's interesting to me about Beltane is that we have the same opportunity to gaze bravely into the light. And mm. it is actually terrifying. I was already thinking of talking about this today. Mm. Um, and then I watched the Brene Brown special yesterday, oh, and wow. she talked about how joy terrifies us. And I was like, yes, that's exactly what I was tuning oh, into. And wow. that leaning into joy, it's so scary for us wow. as humans because – we know that everything's fleeting, and the more we love, the more we feel protected. Mm, and yeah. so, but Beltane is this, um, it's really wonderful to celebrate the Sabbaths and the Wheel of the Year because it gives you this psychological framework that is aligned with the earth. So you're aligning with the mm. earth and you're aligning your psychology with this natural, these natural rhythms. And the rhythm right now 
allows us to learn, to teach ourselves, to set the intention and to step into being brave about leaning into joy. Wow. I really love that. Yeah. And so, so breathing, when we notice, like we can clench up around it, like mm-hmm. we feel like, oh, everything feels so wonderful and beautiful. Oh no. You know, like mm-hmm. then we clench up. So breathing and relaxing and reminding ourselves to come into the present moment and to, you know, enjoy the beauty that surrounds us, the light out the window, the sound of the wind and trees, the beauty of flowers, the beauty of scents, of incense, of tasting mm. food, of butterflies flying by. Mm-hmm. And, um, oh, wow. I wonder if that's – I know. That's funny. When the, we started – yeah. Hmm? What would you say? So, no, you go ahead and talk Oh, about I was just going to say that when we – before we start our podcast, we do a little meditation and set our intention, and I saw a butterfly flying by. I thought it might have to do with Beltane and the fairies because they're aligned with the fairy realm. Uh So tapping into the fairies and the fairies want us to have fun. I mean, this is a thing we can think about at Beltane is how much fun can I possibly have? So to really, as we approach Beltane and right after Beltane, during Beltane, how much fun can you have? How much can you lean into joy? And I thought it was really Mm -hmm. beautiful what Brene Brown said in the Netflix special about leaning into joy is to when you find yourself like looking at someone you love and then feeling like oh no what if something happens to them to switch into gratitude and this is something that I do I think partly because my family has a funeral chapel so I really know like I know so much Mm -hmm. that at any point Ted could die any moment and and he knows the same because his mom died in a car accident when he was 16 so to just switch into oh this moment with this person this could be the last moment I have with them yeah. and how magical is that and we know that from when our our pets transition when our loved ones yeah. transition and you look back and you're like just one tiny second with that being I would just give everything for it but we have those seconds we have yes. them now yes, with the exactly. people who are still here and the animals who are still here so yes. to treasure them and to look at them through that framework and it's yes. so they're two sides of the same coin is uh-huh. gazing bravely into the dark and gazing bravely into I the light so that's that. I have a shirt that says um someday we'll all be dead and it yeah. and it has all these flowers around it I love <laughs> like, it I should wear that on May 1st it's that is Ted, what Ted and I tell each other when we get too stressed out is don't worry you're gonna die yeah exactly <laughs> have you heard that song when we were vampires or when we are vampires by Jason Isbell? No. Oh, it's really, I mean, I'm like really <laughs> into death. And by that, I mean, just like I'm very, well, first of all, I talk to dead, quote unquote, oh, dead right. people all the yeah. time. But, um, and really there's no difference except the body. Um, but I'm very much into that concept. Like I'm constantly mm-hmm. aware that yeah we could all die at any moment and not in a like uh, fearful way but just in a like yeah let's appreciate this so much the magic of it it's so fleeting yeah and the mystery yeah. of when will it happen it could happen mm-hmm. at any point like it's just <laughs> it reminds you to stay yes. inspired and yeah, joyful and, and gra- grateful a lot of people get really don't like to talk about it but it's like you know what it's happening so let's talk about it and right. yeah yeah, definitely. I think that leads to neurosis, mental illness, because mm-hmm. it's such an obvious truth. And, you know, my mother, who died almost seven years ago, she spent her whole life being afraid of death. And when she did die, um, she said 
to me, she goes, it was so easy. It was just like going through a door. Like Mm -hmm. it was so all this fear around it, you know, and then it happens and it's like, oh, wait a minute. You know, it's actually pretty. I mean, if anything, I have the other problem, which is like, (laughs) oh, it's so nice over there. Oh, you know, (laughs) I, I, I've heard, um, I I think mediums say, I Mm -hmm. don't know who exactly, but I've heard a medium or many mediums say that dying is easy. It's living. That's hard. Yeah. I mean, I don't like to affirm that as a medium, but you know what I mean? Like, or as someone that talks to people and animals, but because it does seem so much. It's just like you don't have the ego again. Those right, stories. Right. That's the ego. That's yes. the thing. That's the yes. only thing that's gone. And that, yes. to me, that's the real fear of death. It, I mean, other yes. than that, it's probably yeah. usually going to be somewhat traumatic, whatever you go, you know, the maybe. moment of it. Maybe. I, you could, can do it consciously. Like if, yeah. I mean, what if it wasn't? I mean, it may that. be probably in many cases less traumatic than childbirth. Yeah. You know, I kind of yeah, think of it that that's way. that's true. You know what I mean? So it's like people people just go through that because it's a part of life. And yeah. And they just know that. You know, yeah, it's going to be somewhat traumatic, but it's just a part of life. And so, but yeah. I think the deep fear is the ego fear of like, totally. then where would I be? Who exactly. would I? What about me? You know? Yes. And, but, you know, in my experience, the person, and this is confusing a little bit for me, is that when I talk to people who have passed, they have their, their essence is like pretty clear. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like that, mm-hmm. I don't want to call it personality because it probably isn't that, but I know we're all one and everything, but I still get real clear information from, like, it sounds like that it's their personality, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that ego thing isn't even true in terms of it's just like the the the, the pain associated with it associated with it or seems the to be gone. illusion maybe the illusion mm, of separation. Yeah, maybe that's what it is that it makes and it of easier. Things being finite. Uh huh. Uh huh. You know? Yeah. But yeah, I have that with my grandma when I tune into my grandma. Mm-hmm. She's a helper for me, and she mm-hmm. has the same personality. She just exactly, yeah. <laughs> she just doesn't have like like the. <laughs> problematic aspects of her personality yeah yeah <laughs> like the drama yeah. that she had in life but she has like all the beautiful yeah aspects. it's the same I often say like now that my mother is dead we get along great and oh, it yeah. sounds like you know I'm like oh because she's not here but no it's because right. her ego died like yeah. instantly and, and her true self is still there yeah and That's beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Um, I wanted to ask you because I actually, I think you know Raven and Crone Bookstore in Asheville. Did you oh, go yeah, there? I've been there. Yeah. yeah. Um, they had these little Beltane, um, uh, what do you call it, ritual kits. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have any suggestions for celebrating Beltane? Yeah, you know, last year I have a, a group, a we call ourselves a coven. I mean, we're just people who That's get cute. together and do magic together. Mm-hmm. But last year, we it was so fun. We went to – we did a ritual. We did a ritual. What did we do in the ritual? We just, like, did a circle outside on the porch in Denver. And mm-hmm. um, How do you know these people? Oh, I met them at – well, I met two of them at a pagan gathering mm-hmm. right before I moved to Colorado in Wisconsin. Oh. And they said they were from Colorado. So I said, we should be friends. Oh, that's funny. And, you know, <laughs> and then the other one I've known from LA for oh, okay. 20 years. Um, but yeah, I don't remember exactly what the ritual we did was, but I mean, it was probably like 
something to do with light, like mm-hmm. letting the light shine in and cleanse us and energize okay. us and inspire us. I like and, that. you know, calling on the elements, the four directions, mm. calling on the divine. Okay. And then we went to a park in um, Denver and picked up trash. And oh. then we left um, offerings for the fairies. So we left little oh, crystals for the fairies and we gave strangers flowers, which was really fun. So it was like, Communing with the fairies by cleaning up and offering mm-hmm. the crystals and then the fun aspect of giving flowers to strangers. We were laughing so hard because we felt like we were, like, <laughs> everyone probably thought we were in a cult. <laughs> <laughs> or like, like on wearing, ecstasy or mommy yeah, or something. We're yeah. like wearing flower crowns and being like, here's a flower. But it's so fun and people are so excited to oh, get a present I of a flower that. from a stranger. So fun things that are fun things that have to do with the fairies. Okay, That's what Harper I will love that. Yeah, because we got a little ritual kit. Um, oh, cool. Yeah. Um. All right. Was that the that end of was your practical practical magic? magic? Yes. Practical magic. Ooh, nice. Yeah, that's your theme song. Thank you. Um. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I actually am a songwriter, but. You wouldn't know oh, it yeah. from those uh, songs. Sure you would. You would those absolutely know it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so should we – oh, yeah. Should we pick a card for each other? Is that what we're yeah. doing? Yeah. Okay. Let's pick a card. Okay. So we're going to pick a card. Oh, do you – oh, last week you um, did the Akashic Tarot on oh, my yeah. deck. But this week – I only brought this one, so oh, I yeah, guess that it. means okay. It's the wisdom of the oracle deck, which I love. Is that Colette Baron Reed? Yes, because I have one of hers today too. The oh, wisdom you of do? The realms. Oh yeah. my gosh, I should get that one because this is it's my so good. favorite. Really? Uh, yeah, the wisdom of the hidden realms is my favorite. Oh wow, and this is my favorite. I, the ha- I haven't ever oracle. seen her, that one. You so haven't? This Mm-mm. is so exciting. Yeah, I'm excited. Me too. <laughs> Okay. (laughs) All right. Should I do you first? I feel like I'm... Yeah, do it. Okay. All right. So I'm just going to glue in and ask. Oh, yeah. Uh, And this is also for everyone else. So we set the intention that this will be relevant, not just for us, but for our listeners as well. Yes. So I'm asking Spirit to help to pick the perfect card that... The card that Tess needs to hear and... Also, our listeners need to hear. Okay. It is. Ooh. Oh, dear. Well, we'll see. There's no bad cards. Oh, no. It sounds scary. Well, no, no, not scary. <laughs> I'm not really scared. See, this is why I, I mo- never use tarot um, in my work because I wouldn't, I, in case I say something like that. Oh, no. Can you imagine? <laughs> Yeah, that's a bad idea. Oh my gosh, I would never <laughs> say that, and I never feel that the, in my the work. Side manner, work, little work on your. Oh my manner. gosh, I would never do that in my work. But <laughs> but the, I mean, it says chaos and conflict. Okay. Oh yeah. So okay. okay, but you know what? There's a, there's a space for that and Embrace everything. Embrace it all. That's right. Okay, so let's see what it says. Okay, it's. Disarray, being at cross purposes with another, the tension of opposites, the value of chaos before order. So, um, 
Okay, I'm just going to read some of it. Opposing forces come together to create a turbulent atmosphere, but consider the value of chaos that serves you well as you become unmoored by it. And I do like that being unmoored, like, you know, sometimes when we are um, set off course, it actually is a good way of being able to see things anew again. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, and chaos creates positive change. Yeah. can. Yes, can. definitely. Scattered to the winds, you leave behind the parts of yourself you no longer need. I mean, that's always great. And disperse seeds to reinvent yourself anew. Although the conflict appears to exist externally, its essence is also internal, projected outward. You may find yourself at cross purposes with someone facing a storm you feel you can't control, yet every storm passes and chaos leads to the reordering of things. Conflict provides a way to see more than just one side of a situation. Look upon this as just a moment in time when you may need to take shelter and step away from the fray. Don't be too eager to fight. This is the time to understand rather than to be understood. I mean, there's a lot of wisdom in that. Um, I don't think we can know. I'm assuming you're not facing any of that currently. Not yet. Not that I know of. Mm -hmm. I don't know what that is referring to. Mm -hmm. Could just be something that's going to happen this week. I kind of feel like my instinct is that this is just a message to um, that, you know, maybe nothing like I don't even think it's going to be anything major, but just kind of a message to remember Um. That, yeah, that when things kind of get stirred up or out of control or feel kind of like I'm seeing like a, you know, a snow globe getting like shaken, mm-hmm. you know, when when that kind of thing happens, that um, that it it's a good time to rest and sit back and just watch it and understand. And then you'll understand um, like Things need to, sometimes things need to be shaken up before you can understand them, basically, mm-hmm. you know, to be put together anew in a way that's better than it was before. It's kind okay. of like the tower card, you know, yeah. in tarot when things fall apart, but, and everyone's afraid of the tower card. And certainly if I was their reader and I was like, oh no, <laughs> <laughs> this is why I don't read tarot. And actually, if you want to know the truth, if I saw the tarot card, I, the tower card, I wouldn't have had that reaction. I think it's just because it had those names, chaos. Yeah. And, you know, she didn't put it as positively in the name as she did in the um, when she was talking about it in the book. Yeah, I mean, I I like the tower card, and mm-hmm. I like like when Me too. I um, do too. Things become like okay, things are going to look really different now. Mm-hmm. But we don't know how yet, but we'll yes, see. and you know. In manifestation work, like when you manifest stuff, I feel you always have to be ready to blow up your world. You know, like you have to want that change. If you want things to, you know, it's kind of like that Aerosmith song when they say, if you always have, wait, if you always do what you've always done, you'll always get what you've always got. That's an Aerosmith song. I don't know that one. What song is that? I don't know. (laughs) I love Steven Tyler, though. But anyway. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I, do. I didn't know that about you. <laughs> I do. Um, but anyway, yeah, I think it's like that. It's like you have, when you're, if you want a, things to change, you have to blow it up sometimes. Mm-hmm. And you have to be willing yeah. to and embrace that. I so agree. And that's, um, 
to be able to breathe through and and know that when you set an intention, like let's say you're setting an intention to really open up to more abundance, mm-hmm. then there can be all of these shifts, like exactly like the tower card that need to happen in your consciousness that don't look harmonious and cozy at yes, first. exactly. And it's necessary in order to get into that flow because it's not – like the movies, it's not like doing a spell in the movies where you just, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> wrinkle your nose or something and then mm-hmm. everything's wonderful and it's just exactly how it's supposed to be mm-hmm. or all the money just pours in your front door or something. It's not mm-hmm. like that. It's like, okay, then your energy is going to change. And it may be harmonious, yeah. but it may be that something like a really close relationship is going to shift or yeah. where the town you live in, you're suddenly going to need to move to a new city and somehow things will occur to align in order for that to happen. And right. to learn how to breathe into that, that that's why yeah. meditation, spending time in mm-hmm. nature, those Being things the observer, to, watching. Yeah, mm-hmm. to step away from the ego and to allow those things to mm-hmm. flow through, mm-hmm. to accept them and embrace them. Yeah, yeah. If you... You can't create the life you, like, if you really want, I mean, if you're happy with your life and you don't want things to change, that's great. But if you. But they will, anyway. <laughs> that's true. But <laughs> but I know people that have, you know, essentially been living their and enjoying it and, like, a simple life, and that's awesome. Um, but I do think that if you do want to change things, you're going to have to embrace the chaos and conflict and, the, and yeah. being uncomfortable. Yeah, and and often when we're, you know, called to work a magical path, called to walk a magical path or a metaphysical path, yes. what we're wanting to do is transcend the beliefs and patterns of our family, of what we're used to. Yes. So we have to learn, and um, and the shifts can feel like you're going way outside of your comfort zone. Yes. So to yes. open up to that, it's like that's a big part of it is – yeah. Letting yourself feel afraid and vulnerable. Yeah, that's right. So, yeah, thanks for that You're reminder. Welcome. <laughs> I'll remember to step back and okay, great. let it happen. Yeah. yeah, let it happen. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, anything else before I draw you? No, card? that was it. Okay. So, I'm going to do my tune in. I honor the divine. I align with the divine. I am divine. There's a divine shield of light around me so that all messages I receive and communicate are real, true, clear, and from love. In the highest and truest good of myself and Natasha and our listeners, thank you. Hmm. The Sun Dancers, and I drew it. So this one is one where... There's a different message if you draw it right side up or upside down. Oh, okay. Which and I drew it you? upside down. Okay. So we'll see. Joyful activity, celebration of life, and abundance. That's mm, like belting. Ah, yes. And it is, the picture is a, is a fairy because oh, she has wow. like, um, kind of like dragon, not dragonfly wings, but some kind of insect wing, like mm-hmm. gossamer type wings. Um, so I wonder if we picked our own cards this week by accident instead of each for each other. We'll see. The week will play out. Yeah, or maybe there's some of each, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. 
So the challenger of the Sundancers, beware of losing yourself in your dreams of the future when Mm. the Sundancers come to challenge you. Mm. Their message is sweet and simple. Stop what you're doing and go have some fun. Celebrate what is and don't worry about what will be or what could be. Be here and now. Just be just for today. You will find your answers, but only after you've made time to play. Tomorrow, after all, is another day, and the sun will rise again to shed its warmth and light on all that needs clarity. You can count on it. This sounds exactly like what you were talking about. Beltane! And also Saturday. What happened to you on Saturday? Right. Totally. Yeah, this may... Yeah, that's interesting. So playful chaos. Mm -hmm. We've got this Oh, I like that. Hey, yeah, Yeah. and if you encounter chaos, play in it. Play with it. Yeah, embrace it. Love it. Do what the fairies would do. Fairies love chaos, actually. Oh, yeah, that's true. So, you know, that's why they like to hide our keys. Oh, my gosh, that's so funny. I love that. Mischievous things. (laughs) Um, All right. Well, um, that's our podcast. Do we, oh, where can we find, oh, well, we kind of told, but where can we find you? This week. Oh, mm-hmm. um, so my website is tesswhitehurst.com mm-hmm. and you can find Magic Monday podcast at tesswhitehurst.com slash magic dash Monday dash podcast. And we should be on iTunes hopefully this week. I don't know. Oh, good. I will. I don't know. We have to wait. Yeah, the big time. We have to wait <laughs> to get approved, I guess. I think they approve everybody, but I think it just takes time. Yeah, I don't think they will not approve. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and also, what are you on Instagram? On the ye old Instagram. Tess4444. Okay. And great. what are you? I am Highest Light Healing on Instagram and highestlighthealing.com. You can subscribe to my newsletter there. I give, I do it like once a month and give some energy healing tips. I, and Natasha's newsletter is the best newsletter. Aww. I think it's the only one I read. Like I, your, yours and my cousin Emily's. Aww, that's sweet. Thank <laughs> I you. I love it. Yeah. Um, I promise in readings I don't gasp. <laughs> I feel really bad about that, Tess. I really do. I've literally never done that. But you know what? In a reading I'm already like neutral lined up and I'm not like, yeah. Um, anyway. I, I, I feel it's fine, fine about it. Okay, great. Um, yeah. yeah, so you can go on there. Also, to book a reading, it's all on highestlighthealing.com. And thank, thank you, you guys so, so much for listening. Yay. We're this very so much fun. happy and grateful that you join us. All right, have a great week. It's all an illusion. illusion. <laughs> <laughs>